On this, the first Sunday of the year 2021, I want to greet you with grace and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Welcome to another podcast from the New Testament Church of God Harvest Temple, Wolverhampton in the United Kingdom. And may I also take this opportunity to wish you a blessed and prosperous new year. It's a blessing to be alive today and I want us to journey together in faith, in hope and trusting God throughout 21. So please enjoy the rest of this broadcast and um, I'll come back later to share a a word um, together with us. God bless you.
Let us pray. Dear Lord and Father of mankind, we just thank you this morning for the opportunity to come together in worship, in praise and in adoration, Lord God, for you, King of kings, Lord of lords. And we just thank you, Lord God, for allowing us, Lord God, to draw near to you, Lord God. And Lord God, there's no other way that we could do that but through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we just thank you, Lord, Hallelujah, that we can come boldly to your throne with all of our needs, Lord God, with everything that ails us, knowing, Lord God, that you, Lord God, have been touched, Lord God, hallelujah, with the needs that we have as human beings, hunger, Lord God, pain, Lord Jesus, you know them all, you know us, Lord God, in every which way. And Lord Jesus, we just pray right now, Lord God, as we come before you, Lord God, Hallelujah, with our various situations, Lord God, hallelujah. Some may be sick, Lord God. Some may be going through turmoil, Lord God. Some may be grieving, Lord, hallelujah. But, Lord God, we know that you hold the world in your hands. We know, Lord God, that you are in total control, hallelujah. We just come before you, Lord God, right now, hallelujah, with our burdens, with our griefs, Lord God, with our tears, Lord God, and we just put them at your feet, knowing that you have overcome the world. You have overcome, Lord God, hallelujah, everything that would seek, Lord God, to drag us down, Lord God, and to keep us bound, Lord God. We look to you, Lord Jesus. You are our hope, hallelujah. You are our anchor, Lord God, hallelujah, that keeps us tied to the rock, fastened to the rock, Lord God, which is you, Jesus, hallelujah. You're not going to move. You're not going to change, Lord. Hallelujah. And we just thank you for your goodness towards us. We thank you for your continued blessings over our lives, Lord God. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't even see the manifestation of it, but we know that you are working on our behalf. And we just thank you right now. We take time out to give you glory and praise, Lord God, because you deserve it all. Hallelujah. We pray that you continue to watch over us. Watch over our families, watch over our loved ones, Lord God. Watch over our communities, the streets that we live in, Lord God. Hallelujah. We continue, Lord God, to pray for our government, Lord God, and our leaders, our church leaders, Lord God. We put them before you, Lord God, because whatever situation that they are struggling with, Lord God, we know that you are the answer, Lord Jesus. Speak into their hearts, Lord God. Hallelujah. May your name be praised, hallelujah. May your name be glorified throughout the nations, Lord, as we lift up our praise to you. Thank you again, Lord Jesus. We love you and we bless you. Amen. The beginning of a new year is known for many things, but um, probably one of the most uh, common things that's done this time of year is that people make New Year's resolutions. Um, perhaps resolutions that we may choose to make this time of year, maybe educational goals that we want to achieve. We may want to develop uh, new skills. Uh, we may choose to perhaps cultivate certain character traits or 
we may just want to be more productive this year as well as you know some of the other usual uh, resolutions like um, losing weight um, doing more regular exercise uh, having a healthier uh, diet and so on and so forth and all those things are, are, are good and all the best if you're making those sorts of resolutions I hope that you really achieve them in this year of 2021 this morning I want to um, look at um, some foundational principles that I trust will help to anchor us in 2021 and if you want to see them as spiritual resolutions perhaps you can look at them in that way so let's go to the word of God and read through St John's Gospel uh, chapter 11 beginning at verse 1 and going down to about verse 16 and it reads as follows now a certain man was sick Lazarus of Bethany the town of Mary and her sister Martha it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sister sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let us go to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Then Thomas, who is called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us go, that we may die with him. We say Amen to the reading of God's holy word. This morning I want to share some important truths that we can glean from this portion of John's Gospel. And the first point I want to bring out is that things are not always what they seem. Things are not always what they seem. We read here that a friend of Jesus is very sick and sick unto death. You know that Mary and Martha who are also friends of Jesus, sends a message to Jesus to come straight away because their brother is sick unto death. And obviously they knew that Jesus had healed many people and their expectation would have been for Jesus to come straight away and to heal their brother, to raise him up off his bed of affliction. But listen to how Jesus replied. 
When Jesus heard this, he replied by saying, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. And also in verse 15, Jesus says, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So in both these verses we see an important principle, that as bad as things seem, God was doing something good. And what an important lesson for us to take on board in the year of 2021. As bad as things seem, God is doing something good. So no matter how bad things appear, throughout 2020, going into now, into 2021, we must have confidence that God is doing something good. And the book of Revelation tells us that one day, all of us will look at our lives and all that God has done, and we will say that what God has done is good. So what could God possibly be doing in this circumstance of his friend near to death? Or what could God be doing in this circumstance of COVID-19 and the pandemic that we find ourselves in? Well, I believe that God is building our faith as we go through this struggle, he's building our faith. I believe that God is helping us to develop empathy. I believe that God is calling us to show ourselves as true disciples. And he's training us and shaping our character in this time. And perhaps God is using this pandemic as a tool to wean our hearts off things which don't bring honour and glory to his name and things which are temporary. So the second point I want to bring out is that God's delays are not meant to depress us or discourage us, but to develop us. As we read this account, it seems strange that um, Jesus has this love for Mary, Martha and Lazarus, yet he delays his journey to visit with them. And you may ask, well, what kind of friend is that? You know, when there's a call for help, you would expect that friend to drop everything and go straight away. But Jesus delays. Why did Jesus delay? Well, we don't know. The answer is. But we know the character of our Saviour, Jesus. And that everything he does is for good and will honour the Father. And there must have been a good reason for his delay. These are difficult times that we are living in. And we obviously are praying for deliverance from this pandemic and these restrictions. And it may seem as if God has uh, delayed in sending the answer to us and relieving us of this burden. Don't get discouraged. Don't come to the conclusion that God is not hearing and answering our prayers. God is up to something good. God is not seeing our prayers and the anguish that we're suffering as, as insignificant. 
but God in his time will bring forth something which is good, something which is in line with his will and purpose and something that will glorify his name. And God is using this time to develop us. So do not be discouraged. I believe in God delaying and this pandemic being extended. I believe that God is extending mercy to us and giving us opportunity to reflect and repent. I also believe that God is testing us and exposing our hearts for us to see how much confidence do we really have in God. Do we just trust God in the good times or can we trust God? Can we worship? Can we praise God in difficult and challenging times? I also that God, believe that God is giving us more quiet time to be still before him, to hear his voice and to draw near to him in this time. The third point I want to bring out is that the best time to do what is right is now in the present, not to delay. Jesus tells his disciples two days later after receiving the message from Mary and Martha that it's time now um, to go and to visit Lazarus. And we see the response from the disciples because the last time Jesus was in Judea, there was an attempt to kill him. They tried to, to stone him. And um, yes, Jesus says, we're going. So, you know, pack your bags. Let's go. We're heading to Judea. You know, one of the things that struck me when reading this passage is uh, the response from Thomas. And we often call him Doubting Thomas because he, he, he often brings a negative spin, you know, in challenging circumstances. And Listen to what Thomas says. He says, Then Thomas called Didymus, said to the rest of the disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. In other words, let us also go, that we may die with Jesus. So we go to Judea, and we'll all be stoned, and we'll all die. And Lazarus, you know, he, he, he would die. He's dead anyway. So, you know, let's go and let's all die. That's quite negative, isn't it? That's quite negative. Perhaps that happens to us, you know, that we look at life through a negative lens and we fear the worst. That's what Thomas was doing. Why didn't Thomas say, let's go so that we can witness a miracle? Or perhaps Thomas could have said, let's go. If that Lazarus has passed away, well, at least we can go and support the family and comfort them. But he looks through it through a negative lens. I want to say to us in 2021, with all the negativity that's around us, that we should remain positive. We should anchor our faith and hope in God and believe God for a miracle. Believe that God is doing something good and not dwell on the negatives. Whatever obstacles there are before us, our God is more than capable and his grace is more than able to preserve us and keep us 
So perhaps let's not look on life's challenges and obstacles as negative, but let's choose to believe God for a miracle and for his continued sustaining grace in 2021. Dr. Viktor Frankl, the bold, courageous Jew who became a prisoner during the Holocaust, endured years of indignity and humiliation by the hand of Nazis before he was finally liberated. At the beginning of his ordeal, he was marched into a Gestapo courtroom. His captors had taken away his home and family, his cherished freedom, his possessions, even his watch and his wedding ring. They had shaved his head and stripped his clothing off his body. There he stood before the German high command under the glaring lights being interrogated and falsely accused. He was destitute, a helpless pawn in the hands of brutal, prejudiced, sadist men. He had nothing. No, that isn't true. He suddenly realized there was one thing no one could ever take from him. Just one thing. Do you know what that was? Dr. Frankl realized he still had the power to choose his own attitude. No matter what anyone would ever do to him, regardless of what the future held for him, the choice of attitude was his to make. Bitterness or forgiveness? To give up or to go on? To hate or to hope? To be determined or to fall into self-pity? We must remember, and this is my last point, that we have the power to choose our attitude. Our attitude is our responsibility. No one makes us angry. We choose to be angry. No one makes us depressed. We choose to react to our circumstances in that way. Not even the weather really can change our mood. We allow our moods to change because of the circumstance of the weather. So I want to say to us, as we look back over 2020, is there any of us that at this point wishes that we worried more, that we became more anxious, that we were more fearful? I don't think so. So why should we in 2021 choose to be anxious and worried and fretful? Why not choose your attitude? Choose to believe God, choose to trust God, choose to look and expect a miracle to happen in your life, in your circumstance. I want you to remember this, that God is still in control. God loves you. God is working out everything for his good. Something good is happening. And God is working that out for his glory. Can you say that with me? Say, God is in control. Now say, God loves me. Now say, God is doing something good. And let's continue to believe that throughout 21. God bless you.
everyone needs forgiveness the kindness of a savior the hope of nations oh, 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 oh so we Conquer the grave, Jesus conquered the grave. 
Hallelujah. 